0: If you're the kind of dad whose kids ask, Dad, can I have a raise in my allowance? And you say, kids, it's time to start a round of Series C funding, then this is the podcast for you. And of course, this show is hosted by two angel investors. We are Bad to the Dad. We are the podcast celebrating suburban dad life. And we're actually celebrating dads of all ilks. We're also the fastest growing podcast of a dad theme nature in all of humanity. And we're very, very proud of that. Again, we're Bad to the Dad with Coach Randy and Adam D. My name is Adam D. And now it is time and my great pleasure to introduce to you my broadcast partner. He's a shampoo and conditioner in one. He is Coach Randy. Hello, Coach.
1: Hello, Adam D. Shampoo and Conditioner in One. Uh, Episode 14. I can't believe we're here. Um, As always, it's been quite the thrill, quite the ride. Um, But I'm honestly, I'm a twofer. I have a shampoo and then I use conditioner. It's not two for one, but uh, if I was to use one, yes. But if it was, uh, I think I might consider it now, just because it was such a wonderful introduction. Thank you my well, friend.
0: Well, I, I thought maybe you're one of these these time savers. You put both in one bottle, you rub it in and you know that's 30 seconds that you've saved, but who's going anywhere now where you need another 30 seconds of anything?
1: Certainly not going anywhere. I don't leave my house except for when I have the chance to uh, uh go to the cleaners. Um I actually went to the grocery store. Um, okay. which is uh thank God there's a division of labor in our house that this was just one of those moments where I was doing my wife uh A favor. I know it sounds uh, terrible, but that's pretty much her job. Thank God. Um, But that's it. I I never leave my house. Mm
0: -hmm. Coach, you know what I did this week.
1: What you did this week? And this
0: isn't this isn't a a play on words. It's not a joke. It's not a figure of speech. You know when people ask you, would you like to go do something, or when they ask you to do something and you don't want to do it, you say, I'm sorry, but I have to reorganize my sock drawer. (laughs) I literally reorganized my sock drawer this week, and I have to tell you. The feeling is
1: fantastic. Really? So how did you break I, it down for I us? I got How'd a you... whole
0: system. You know, my socks were all in a jumble. They were all over the place. I had the dress socks yeah. sitting in with the athletic socks. Oh, you in can't in have the, that. That the, You know, those white socks. Some go ankle high. Some go above the calf. I have yeah. black socks that do the same. So, now Did, you, in, did you intermix
1: them? Did you intermix them? I did. Or did, because, you, you, know, when or the did socks, you segregate them?
0: Well, first of all, and, and I know we went through this bit in season one. When the socks come out of the laundry, and they have a pair when they have a yes. partnership. Yeah, that makes me very happy. Of course. When the single socks come out of the laundry and I can't find their their brother or sister. Yeah. That frustrates me to no end, and I end up just throwing them out.
1: So. Well, some would say there's an extra use for that particular sock.
0: Well, with kids, they they are they're okay with the mixed mismatch, but yes. I, I, you know, I, uh, you know, that's the one one area of order that I, I actually like in my life. Yes. So the organization of the of the sock drawer, and it's a three-bin system.
1: Ooh, is, a three-bin system. You, you did away with the two bin, you went to three, three bin. With the
0: three bin, because here's why. So you know, you have the dress socks, which I'm wearing less frequently these days. Mm-hmm. They they would be on the top shelf. We've we've moved them down to the to the bottom shelf.
1: We put them into the basement.
0: Yeah, they're in they're in number three.
1: Third shame world. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Just not getting a lot of use. So they're they're in the third bin. And then the middle tier are the plain white socks or plain black socks, right? Yeah, when you're in a mood, you don't want to get a little zazzy. You don't wear the socks with the skulls or guitars or Star Wars characters. Maybe you go with the the white or the black socks. They go in the middle. Okay. On, on top are the athletic socks, right? Okay. These are the ones that are just above the... But
1: the jo- jocks are always on top, thereby yeah. living the the the, the, the prejudice. Living out the stereotype of being the sock so of socks. Look at me.
0: Look at me. I'm, I'm perpetuating really evil social norms here.
1: Deep stereotypes and stuff So
0: now you're making me rethink my sock drawer, and I'm going to put the black and whites oh. on the top. Well, See? listen, I'm a
1: sociologist. You know what I do? I'm mm-hmm. always teaching.
0: You are always. And you know who's always teaching us, Coach, about <laughs> great branding, marketing, <laughs> advertising, and graphic design?
1: <laughs> Is that uh, Becky Berman of Berman CS Docs? Yeah. <laughs> Is the season already too long,
0: coach? Have we been, have been at this too long <laughs> in season four? Or maybe we've just been in our houses too long. Yes, of course, Becky Berman of Berman Branding. Her website is CS. That's CS as in consultingservices.com. And she's, she's doing some magnificent work for Coach Randy. Coach Randy says his coaching business. How about those holiday gifts that she gave us? Uh,
1: far out. What a, what a special treat. I had no idea what to expect. And I'm going to post it, it on social it. media. Yeah, no, it just came out of nowhere and boof. It was like, you know, my kid, the LED lights are all the thing right now.
0: So that's what we got. An LED light in the shape of our logo. So Coach yeah. Randy got one for Coach Randy says. I got one for Bad to the Dad. And they have a remote control. So you yeah. can change the color and, and strobe them and,
1: and it's just really awesome. cool because all the kids, like both of my my older two, my, my 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 younger two kids have LED lights, you know, in the room now. It's all the thing that we have. And they control and they flicker and they flatter and they it is like the coolest thing ever. I wish I had an office out of the house where I could go, people could walk in and say, wow, that is, that's a pretty cool light thing.
0: And put it in the waiting
1: room. So now it's, it might be a Hanukkah menorah, you know, just put it out there in the window. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, we don't want you burning the house down, so that might be the best alternative. Yes,
1: uh, BermanCS.com, Berman branding for all your graphic design and website needs.
0: Coach, we're also brought to you by Movember and Movember.com. That is Movember with an M as in mustache November. This is the Men's Health Awareness and Fundraising Campaign. You grow a mustache and you also grow awareness and funds for men's health causes like improper speech like me. Uh, And we'd like to thank Keith Barberia, our guest from just a few weeks ago, for turning us on to that. Yes, Coach.
1: But Adam D, it's December. It's no longer November. I don't get it. Does that I don't get it? Are we still supposed to be tubing November or can so two you? Two uh... thoughts
0: on that, coach. One is every month of the year should be November because men's health awareness should be an every month consideration. And number two, you so. when you have a sponsor, every month is November. <laughs> <laughs> and again, November is sponsoring us. And we'd also like to thank the anonymous group of educators. They just want to say thank you. Thank you by way of sponsorship on Bad to the Dad, to their fellow educators, support staff, and administrators for keeping education going and keeping education going at a very high quality, very, very challenging to do during COVID times. Coach, when I wasn't rearranging my sock drawer, mm-hmm. I was doing a little uh, doing a little of the binging, you know, it was on, on Netflix and some of the other streaming platforms and needless to say, got a lot done this week. I think no, you I did too. T-
1: yeah, I gotta tell you, um, just when you thought, there wasn't anything else left to watch. Like you thought, you've watched it all. You've gone back. You, 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 you you've watched all the uh, the West Wing episodes. You've done the '90s. You, you hit the 2000s. You've seen the movies. You've watched the Marvel series. You've done all the Star Wars. You know, you're all up to date. You've done Mandalorian. You know, you're on top of Mandalorian. Good episode comes, this week. Out comes yeah, right. Out comes a whole new world of just random things. Right. So. I, I came across this thing called We Are the Champions, which I told you about, right? Yes, you turned me on to it. <laughs> so if you haven't seen We Are the Champions, these are literally just contests that happen all over the world for end of things. I haven't got to the whole, the whole, all the, the entire season, whatever it might be, but, but I did watch the first two. And, you and uh, me both. I, I'm just telling you, Adam D, uh, cheese rolling is a, is a thing. Cheese rolling.
0: Who knew? And this is in England, Yes. right? This is in the the middle country of England in a a rural town, because this is where these kinds of things happen, right? They happen in the countryside. A hundred meter hill that is steeped at more than a 45 degree angle.
1: Correct. And they roll this thing, the cheese. And remember, Action Park. We talked about Action Park.
0: Yes, and how absurd and outrageous it was. And looking back, it was why did we Jersey kids go to Action Park? It was <laughs> the most, most dangerous, dangerous place you could go.
1: And so I'm watching uh, the the cheese the, the cheese rolling competition uh, late at night. You know, Jess is kind of just you know sleeping, and she's like, "What's so funny?" I go, "You got to watch this cheese rolling thing. <laughs> it's the craziest thing in the world." And people literally just running down the hill just to get a thing of cheese. And but they're
0: the goal is not to capture the cheese because yes. the cheese apparently is rolling down the hill at 80 miles an hour. You're you not catch catching it. that cheese.
1: You're not catching the cheese. It's just finishing, being the very first one at the finish line. And they have EMTs there. They have doctors there. There's a rugby team
0: that in um, case you roll too far, they stop you. They
1: stop you. And you literally tumble head over it. People breaking bones, getting break, bone breaking through skin.
0: Nobody finishes the entire race on their feet. Un- so skin. you start on your feet and then you roll. And then like the winners, they have this whole te- this technique. There's a technique where again. you bounce and bounce again. And then you prop yourself back up. And then you're running for a couple of seconds. And then you're bouncing again. Yes. Some people roll. Roll. <laughs> Past the finish line.
1: So, that's how they get across. It's so i all right, this is the craziest I've ever seen. Then I went to episode two, where you have this guy who is, he, he he makes chili peppers, right? Not just any. No, I forget the name, but it's like <laughs> <I> know, some <laughs> kind of cherry bomb. And he has the, ca- the Carolina Reaper. Yeah, the Reaper, which, that's which right.
0: looks as bad as it sounds and yes. probably tastes as deadly. So it's like three, as it's, it's like.
1: Sounds. It's like three hundred thousand or SHU's. no, even
0: more. They said it was a uh, uh, one point six million. I think it's called Scov Scovilles yeah. or Scovilles of Heat SHUs, yes. which is how they measure heat units yes. for peppers.
1: So they have people come up in the contest. They had a trans woman. They had they they had a ringer. No one knew he was a ringer. Uh-huh. Apparently, it's on YouTube. They had some woman uh, that they did this, and they have to eat these peppers. And they tell everybody in the front row, just be careful. You're in the splash zone,
0: <laughs> which is snot and vomit, <laughs> yes. right? And it's and
1: it's not a Gallagher, you know, you know, mm-hmm. comedy show where he's smashing watermelon. Splash zone is snot and puke. Oh. <laughs> when I was
0: watching that with Aiden, Aiden said, "I can't get that shot of the snot guy out of my head because <laughs> they they did it in slow motion for dramatic effect."
1: <laughs> and the music and this disgusting. guy and this guy is I don't know who he is. I mean, he's a chili king of the world who makes all these he he grows them yeah he grows them and they came out with more and more and more bigger and worse and these people were doing everything they could ice milk (laughs) just like what are you watching i go chili eating (laughs) <laughs>
0: and just watching the reactions of these people now the guy that won it i don't want to spoil it but let's face facts this is not like that <laughs> this, this, is, this is not something that, that the you is, know, deserves a, 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 a spoiler uh, yeah. spoiler that, protection that, the guy who cool. won it is he was completely unaffected his yeah. eyes his eyes didn't even water yeah. um but you had a very diverse panel uh, yes. of people on you know sort of the punk rock guy with the with the, beard. And 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 they, and had, they had, had the, the Indian woman who. Yes, they had you know, followings. Used had to this kind of diet,
1: and people coming out cheering your name. Uh, It, it gave me hope. I got. It, it gave me hope in terms of the future of our humanity, of coming together and finding common traits and interests in our future.
0: <laughs> it was a very very diverse paddle, and that that's what we need. But you know, as I was watching it, I I, I turned to my wife and I said, you know, basically this is an event where. People are asking you to come and be set on fire. Yeah, this is—it's the, the equivalent of being set on fire. <laughs> well, that's what they said it was like this. of the heat index. Yeah. Of I can't imagine these peppers.
1: I can imagine how it's going to feel going out if it's oh, that bad. Going we, in. We, we
0: spoke about that. Yeah, <laughs> well, all, all those seeds.
1: Yes. Yeah. Ouch! 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 Ouch!
0: But I, I love how the organizer was so offended that there yes. were three survivors after all of the hottest like, peppers. Are you kidding 40. me? Now, now I've got to do something else. They so had to come up with crazier <laughs> contests in order yes. to. To clear out the panel. Yeah. So that was wild. Yeah, the, the cheese roll was funny. What, yeah. what got me about the cheese roll is yeah. so they do this, uh, I guess, once a year for the women and then three yeah. times a year for the men. Yeah. Like people go to this hill and they practice. practice. They practice. Oh, yeah. They go and they practice falling yeah. and getting back up. Yeah. Multiple times. It's like, well, if you come down here, you see there's this bump. That's where you want to hit. You want to flip over and then get yourself back up. Like there's a technique to running down. What? a steep hill what if it Go What after the cheese
1: what is a girl that broke her clavicle in the yeah. year before uh and it was we could see it all it's Just for she was going back out there again gotta love the courage
0: and and her goal was to get a cast
1: yes you, you know, know she always yeah.
0: wanted a cast because she felt that would be a badge of honor a badge that of she,
1: honor she broke something you know so that that was uh one and then of course uh, you turned me on this. Queen's Gambit.
0: Queen's Gambit. Everyone's been talking about this for the you know last uh, six weeks or so. So we thought uh, we should watch it. And we devoured it over Thanksgiving weekend. Uh, she's amazing. Uh, didn't know much about Anya Taylor-Joy, but she's one of these actresses who like acts with her whole face. And uh, she was terrific. You know, for me, it was really all about her hair. It was, oh, her hair was, how, is, is her hairstyle going to improve from episode to episode? Forget the chess. <laughs> well, I mean, okay. I definitely learned more as, about as chess.
1: Any, as any teenage boy looking at a redhead, you know, you know, is that real red? You want to make sure that's that a real red. Well, and is that a wig? <laughs> yes. Uh... <laughs>
0: <laughs> because but she geez. sort of had that, like, you know, comic strip girl, yeah. bowl cut, you know, Mo, Mo from yeah. Three Stooges kind of look yeah. when she was younger. And then
1: now it's in who would, who would have thought chess could be an interesting show?
0: Well, I think it was because of how it was delivered, right? You had interesting characters. Yeah. Hey, the kid from Love,
1: actually. Leah Mesa, I know. Son of I Love know. I kept, I kept saying, I'm like, oh my God, who's that kid? I know that actor. And sure enough, he shows up. He shows up.
0: Could pick him out of a lineup. Yeah. yeah the, the story is great. It's, it takes place in the 60s. So yeah. the costumes, the cars, the music is awesome. Yeah, right. it, it punctuates different parts of the '60s. I guess it yeah. starts in the early '60s yeah. and culminates in, in 1968. So yeah. things are getting a little a little wild. Yeah, almost,
1: I've right? almost finished the last episode. I'm, I'm on the uh, last right. episode now. So, so don't, uh... I
0: tell you, the last episode is the best episode as all mini yeah. series should be. Right, yeah. I want the last episode to come to you with a crescendo, and yeah. it's worth finishing up. And then in a more juvenile perspective, I know you're not terribly thrilled with me and my my parenting and, I, and what my daughter is watching. I,
1: I have to question your parenting skills here, Adam. Right. It's a good segue uh, because we are bad to the dad and we are uh, all about dads. And it's a good segue into uh, uh, being dads of uh, adolescent teenagers. But yep. continue, continue, please. What have you uh, thrust upon my shoulders as a father of teenagers again?
0: <laughs> well, we know that there's this inappropriate animated show called Big Mouth. That's on Netflix. And thank you again.
1: Uh, thank you, Adam D. Thank yes. you.
0: So it's about this this boy, of course, who is going through puberty and all of these changes and urges. And there are the urges are are personified or monster fied, right? There are these creatures that speak to him as he's going through all these changes. This is John Mullaney,
1: right? He's yeah, John Mullaney, uh, Krill. It. Uh, yeah. It has uh, Ed Armist and all these people. I mean, all the names yeah, are like right. Saturday Night Live
0: comedians yeah. and all that. So it is, uh, you know, wildly in, inappropriate, right? It's not. It's not civil by any means. <laughs> it's but, appropriate but it,
1: for if you are, a, you know, a 16, 17 year seventeen-year-old male in your city home, nothing else going on, you're going to love that stuff. Uh, even actually, a twelve or thirteen-year-old boy is really going to go funny at this.
0: Yeah. But, oh, yeah.
1: But from a from a parent of, you know kids uh daughters i'm gonna go out there yes there's a difference when you parent daughters compared to parenting sons there's a difference i want to thank you for the fact that uh apparently you're watching it or you're you've watched it and uh, i
0: i have i have scanned it and reviewed it and i and i realize what we're dealing with here i know my daughter is mature enough that it is not going to scar her for life yes however uh the season i guess they loaded the, the whole season Mm-hmm. Uh, on netflix this past friday so she watched the first two episodes and came out of her room and i've never seen her chin drop to the ground this as is much season as two as right as, it's... no no this is like season four i think
1: oh wow okay so we're, we're okay so we're now at the beginning of season one so. so
0: the further you go down the line the more they try to top themselves with the absurdity the filth oh okay. uh you know the ridiculous the kids getting older too so you know the urges get more more intense but she came out of out of her room going Wow. That was even more disgusting than the first three seasons. And that was just like two episodes in. So all right. clearly I have to, uh, you know, monitor this a little bit more. I am watching myself in my, you know, free time, you know, after no, I finish, we are the champions.
1: You know, So it is again, the world of binge. I mean, I don't know, you know, we talk about kids and games and staying home and they're, they're zooming in classes. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know what, if this access to, to movies and were and games were to me, I, I would never leave the house. I mean, not because and we have a pandemic, of course, which is keeping yeah. kids in the house, but I, I would never leave the house. There's I would just be fascinated by all this. I don't know how kids were expecting kids to survive and socialize. Yeah. <laughs> so Coach, I think on. I
0: think kids kids are, are finding this stuff. It's it's probably very, very common. Uh, but yes, word, word to the wise parents, dads, moms, yes. uh, you probably just want to at the dinner table, ask your kids, what are you watching on Netflix? Yes. So you know, just to, what, what are you so, downloading on Disney plus? Yeah. <laughs> hey, you probably don't have to worry about Disney plus. Yeah.
1: yeah. So it is, you know, so I, I, I love the fact that I have such a marvelous relationship with my, my, my girls, you know, Michaela and Brianna, love them. Uh, really proud. You know, we talked about grades. Um, but we do, we have this moment, My my Michaela is like whatever goes inside her head just kind of comes out. It's like this, this non-filtered, very funny comedian kind of approach. She just says, and Brianna laughs at Michaela. And then we laugh at Brianna because she's laughing at Michaela. And Brianna has really come into her own in her, in her uh, sense of humor. And so Michaela last night, she goes, listen, Perry told me about this great show called Big Mouth. And I'm like, oh, okay. She doesn't, you know, she's very close with Perry. She's involved with youth group with Perry because of Perry, which I love. And I'm like, oh, it must be a good show. Uh, She said, it's hysterical. She said, I got to watch it, but can I watch it? Now, Michaela has never asked to watch anything before. So I'm curious to find out. I wonder why she's asking me because she's watched off, you know, 18 seasons, whatever, of uh, of Grey's Anatomy. Um, So as we're going through last night, picking out our family movie night, Big Mouth, this comes on. Like you said, just dropped. And I started reading the inscription in terms of basically what this show's about. It's about adolescents and boys and sex, sexual behavior. And she asked me again, can I watch? And I thanked her for, I want, always want to have the open door conversation with her that we talk about. Um, so I don't know if she watched it, but this morning when I was walking on my treadmill, I decided to watch the first episode just in case. So I knew what to expect.
0: First episode, season one. Season one. Yes. So when we're talking about uh that show in comparison to um the hottest season chili four. pepper, yeah. that's that's the lowest yes number of yes uh, of of heat index measures. Exactly. That's like a jalapeno. It's a lot hotter. Yes. It's a
1: it's a jalapeno.
0: By the time you get to season 4, you're in the Carolina Carolina Reaper <laughs> <Yes>. version,
1: <laughs> right? So this is just a jalapeno compared to so and so I'm watching this and Thank you, Adam, yeah. for producing such an important and having a daughter so so concerned about my own daughter's well being of humor yeah. and uh, enjoyment of uh, uh male female uh baby female female male male there's some innuendos in there in terms of sexual behavior of adolescents, so I have to prepare myself to uh to, to go through that again. Sure, I Thank. thought
0: you were talking about electrical work. Well, coach, we're <laughs> still talking to one another. Uh, we're still committed to finishing up the season. We'll see what happens after episode 15. But let's focus on today's episode. Another wonderful guest, Matt Fisher. So coach, of course, you remember we had Dr. Eric Sachs, Sachs.
1: Orthodontist,
0: local orthodontics, uh, telling us about how to run a medical practice, like a business, especially during the pandemic. So we're going to be speaking to essentially his business partner for uh, an amazing entrepreneurship called Dentographics. It's a medical device, a, a dental Device, which is actually pretty cool. And we'll find out why. You're right you all right there, coach?
1: Going through teeth after your uppers. Yeah. yeah
0: talking a lot about teeth this season, yeah. uh, amongst other things. But Matt Fisher, the CEO of Denographics, who's also a dad, great dad, he's going to be on next. I'm bad to the dad. <laughs> We're Bad to the Dad with Coach Randy and Adam D. We're on social media and at Bad to the Dad, that's our handle for pretty much every social media platform, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, yes, LinkedIn. And we even have a website, yes, because if you don't have a website, well, you probably shouldn't really be doing anything. And that is badtothedad.com. That's www.badtothedad.com. You can even interact with your hosts and producers, Coach Randy and Adam D. We've got good old-fashioned email. And that email is at contactusatbadtothedad.com. Once more, contact us at badtothedad.com or simply DM us through any of our social media platforms. Coach, our guest today is one that uh, we're very excited about. I've been trying to get him on the program for a little while now. His name is Matt Fisher, and he is the CEO of a very exciting dental device company, dental device product, and that is Dentographics. Matt, great to have you on.
1: Welcome. Thank
2: you. Thank you, thank you for having me.
0: So Matt, before we start talking about demographics, Coach Randy and I were talking about Netflix shows that we're watching and our kids are accidentally watching. If you, you, or your daughters accidentally got into Big Mouth at all? Are you familiar with
2: this show on Netflix? No, we have not gotten into Big Mouth. Oh, I mean, do you know what it is? I don't.
0: All right, put a blocker on Netflix, <laughs> <and> Big Mouth, because <laughs> okay. it's not it's not a Bugs Bunny cartoon.
2: No, it's, it, is it is not. It is
1: so okay if, if the girls come up to you and say hey dad we're interested in watching big mouth well adam d explain really if you don't mind
0: i'm just gonna just say no just 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 <laughs> say no
1: okay all right
0: if you don't want them to be exposed I mean, to that that's
2: assuming you have netflix and your we have girl. netflix and we we uh watch some programs together but no we have not i at least i not that i know of as far as ah. i know we have not, they have not experienced <laughs> oh <laughs> well
0: that's always the kicker
2: that could be the kicker
0: uh, yeah you might yeah, so start with start the, out with "We Are the Champions." Get those first few uh, couple episodes and Watch the uh, the cheese rolling down the hill in England, and then you know maybe if uh, you have a tolerance for it, you got you got a big mouth. But I think that might be an episode for another day. So, so Matt, yeah. as we introduced you, we said you're the CEO of Dentographics. So can you tell us a little bit about Dentographics?
2: Yeah. So Dentographics, we make, we manufacture and sell um, dental appliances that have integrated within them different patterns and licensed logos and ways to, to make the uh, orthodontic experience more fun and more exciting and give the patients an ability to express themselves through their, their dental appliances, which did not exist until we launched this business.
1: Who would have thought that the orthodontic world was not a pleasant experience to begin with and that it was uh, in dire need of some kind of entertaining aspect of the orthodontic experience and uh, dentographics poof is born. What, what could be so exciting to a child who's just worn braces that would embrace their orthodontic experience?
2: Yeah. I mean, if the option is to stick some random clear, uh, retainer in my mouth and, you know, yeah, okay, I'll do it. But if they actually have a chance to be involved, choose the pattern, um, and they feel good about it, they're more likely to wear it, they're less likely to lose it. Um, these, you know, if you have a, a liner like an Invisalign brand type appliance and it's sitting on, on the kitchen table, it can eat, how easy is it to sweep that into the garbage? And, and so this is a, another, um, another way to improve the orthodontic treatment. So
0: you mentioned a way to improve it, make it more fun personalize it. When you mention patterns, what kind of patterns are we talking about?
2: Yeah. So we launched with a variety of more generic patterns, hearts and peace signs and unicorns and sports balls, soccer balls, baseballs, footballs, basketballs. Um, and then we have expanded. We, we now, uh, we have a licensing agreement with the uh, NBA, NBA lab. So we now have various NBA sports uh, teams. We have another licensing agreement with a major sports organization that is going to be launching by, um, by early January. And so I'm not going to make that announcement here, but we're extremely excited about it. But we can't get the scoop. Come on. um, on. No, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'll tease you. Ooh, I like we'll to bring, team. we'll bring
0: them back when that deal happens. But, I, I, it, but what's cool about this, Matt, is you're, you're in the game. You're a relatively new product and you're in the game with licensing with some of the biggest sports organizations, which is that that's really where the money is with, with products like this.
2: It's, it's exciting. I, I'll, I'll tell you a little anecdote. So three years ago, roughly um, Eric Sachs, Dr. Sachs came to me. We we're very close friends. We've been friends for, um, you know, over 10 years. And he came to me with an idea. Um, he said, I have this idea I've been thinking about. And he showed me a clear retainer with a New York Knicks logo on, on it. Just, it was a sticker <laughs> sticking on it. And he's like, I want to make these. Like, is there a way we can make these? Make the, make the experience fun for my patients. And at that point, I, I joined his advisory board and he put together a nice uh, advisory board. Um, with some professionals in different areas and we started to try to figure out how to do it and then now this past summer we actually launched a New York Knicks <laughs> retainer exactly what we had set out to do so it's been a very, really exciting journey to get to where we are now. I find it sure ironic did.
0: that you're saying New York Knicks and retainer in the, in the same sentence because if you're a Knicks <laughs> fan like me you, they, they haven't retained anything that looks like a winning team. So no,
2: they haven't but, retained me. I was a former season ticket holder and they yeah. didn't retain me. Either. Oh, is that right?
1: Yeah. yeah. Yes.
2: Back yeah. when right. I lived in New York. Right. Well,
1: no, but with this
0: new draft pick. They'll turn it around.
1: But what I do love what you talk about, Matt, is there. I'm a big, what is called the law of attraction fan in terms of whatever you think about, you bring about, um, you know, you have to manifest it. And he literally came to you and said, here's my vision. Right. Yeah. And with that, come so many planets. When you have idea about what you want, it makes things a heck a lot easier. But you weren't always in the, uh, uh, the uh, orthodonture, you know, let's put a retainer, put Nick stickers on this thing kind of business, no.
2: were you? No. So I spent uh, 20 plus years on Wall Street, uh, the majority of the time doing fundamental equity research and investing um, and some consulting. And so um, when Eric came to me, I was, I was, um, the head of the New York office for a Chicago based investment firm. And then I actually transitioned, I started my own consulting practice. And so um, it got so my background was in finance and investing. With that said, though, I, I got my MBA, uh, I earned my MBA at Babson, which is for, de- for decades been the number one rated business school for entrepreneurship. And so even though I focused on finance, um, we all had to start a business plan. We all had to mock launch a business. So that was always, it was in my blood, I guess, and that, you know, I thought at some point, maybe I would start my own business. And so it wasn't such a, a stretch. So then when we started to, when we finally figured out um, that, wow, we, we actually built a prototype and this is something that we can actually potentially take to market is when I stepped from just being on the advisory board and helping, but, you know, helping a lot um, to actually officially taking the position of CEO to to take it to the next step and to try to bring the product to market.
0: So Matt, big transition, you know, you knew the financial services world really, really well. And here is a brand new product, which was introduced to you by way of a retainer with stickers on it, okay? (laughs) A very crude prototype. Right. Were you worried about the risk in transitioning to this organization at all?
2: Um, yes. I mean, I think anyone who starts a business, uh, you are going to sort of hold your breath and, and jump into it, but you have to go into it a hundred percent. You can't half start a business. You, you have to make a commitment. Your your family has to buy into. So, uh, and you make some sacrifices and you and you move forward and that's you know that's what we did yeah
0: so when you jumped in and it sounds like you jumped in with both feet what what were some of the questions you asked eric and maybe some of the other advisors just to give you that sense of security and the reason why we ask is i'm sure there's a lot of dads listening who are probably in that turning point in their lives too either they have to or they want to do something new innovative exciting but they just uh, uh, to use a, a term that maybe coach would use, they haven't taken their foot off first base.
2: Right. I like that. Yes, correct. Right. So, own base. Speaking in your language, coach. I would say first off, when you're choosing a business, you safest bet is to look at what you've been doing. So for me, like, obviously I wasn't on the orthodontic side, but for Eric, he's working in this business and he sees that, you know what? We need something this is missing. And he looked into it and he said, I can't believe no one's offering anything like this to their patients. And that was the opportunity. And then from that, um, we started to uh, analyze the size of the market. What is the potential for this business? With that, we found that, okay, there is a, A, there's, if, if Eric sees it, And feels that there's a need there well there's a chance that other orthodontists feel the same way and so for anyone who's watching if you're in a business and you feel like this is missing this would make my life easier or this would make my customers more pleased or you know happier um, and it doesn't exist you're probably not the only one who's thinking that way and so you should you know if you can try to be the first one out there so that was the attitude that we took. We analyzed the market. We um, did focus groups with patients, um, parents and other orthodontists. And we, we, and that was when we, uh, we also were kind of building the, the product, the prototype in the background. And then that's when we said, okay, um, 90% of patients say that they would choose a decorated appliance over clear. 100% of the parents said they believe their children would be more likely to wear it, less likely to lose it. And the vast majority of doctors said, yeah, this this is such a great idea and almost kicking themselves in terms of why didn't I think of it. And then we said, okay, I'm going to, and I wound down my consulting, my last couple of consulting projects and took this on full-time. Well, great. And we, you know, we had Eric
1: on the show a few weeks back and he said the large population of of his clients are actually adults, which uh, mm. was a larger population we thought about. But um, first of all, thank you for always including Michaela. Uh, she loves coming over and talking yeah. about it. She is a uh, she. I mean, she hasn't lost it. She wears it, um, and uh, she liked the fact that she could decorate it. And now Bree is in the, uh, in, the uh, in the in the process. What a clever idea! And. Whatever you think about what's going on in the country, this is still the greatest country in the world to come up with ideas. Uh, And all it just takes is just an idea and then a business plan to find a way into your market to make people's lives better. And the fact that you have parents, you know, you're a dad. You know, we'll talk about that. Yeah, Um, Been in a situation where prior to this, my older two kids lost their retainer all the time. um, Or we're going through the dumpster like the movie Parenthood with Steve Martin (laughs) trying to go through trying to find out $200 $200 for the stupid, you know, retainer, um, because I cost money. Um, and what I have found is my daughter is extremely responsible no matter where we go. So you've, you did your job. So thank you for helping <laughs> my job easier as a dad.
2: <laughs> You're welcome. Hopefully I saved you uh, a little cash. Yes. The, uh, plenty,
1: <laughs> plenty, plenty. <laughs>
2: So Matt, you told
0: us about the genesis of how you got involved in, in denographics. How's it, how's it doing now? Um, you know, you have to realize that, you know, you're, you're working on growing a business, getting more licensing deals uh, during probably the most unusual time in the history of our nation, especially, you know, one, one where you're trying to start a business.
2: Yeah. I mean, we, we, um, we officially launched the product on December 1st of 2019. So that's when we, we had, we had kind of done a soft launch, but we really went to market on December 1st. We started to gain a bit of traction and then March rolls around. And, and then uh, the orthodontic offices were not considered essential at first. So for three months, the offices were all closed. And so, you know, needless to say, we went from starting to gain some traction to zero sales for three months. But what we did do was we focused on what we could control. We had biological testing that we were still having conducted. So we finished that. We redid our website and we relaunched that. And that came out in August. We finished those licensing agreements. So we were still ironing ironing things out. um, And we finished up the NBA and then got really close to the second one that is now finished. And um, so what we... You know, we we couldn't control when the offices were going to open back up but we could control um just really building out our operations making sure that we were ready so that when things did open up we can hit the ground running and that's what we did and so we started to open up back in end of june july august september it's just been gradually increasing our customer base and our sales and um you know, we're just hoping to to continue with this.
1: Very cool. What are your uh, social media handles, if you don't mind sharing them? It's a good chance to to, to drop those in.
2: Yeah, at Dentographics, and that's D E N T A G R A F I X dot com. That's our, our website at Dentographics.
1: So you didn't, yeah. pff, you didn't go with the pff, you we didn't with the... go with the you went with
2: the we went with the fuh yeah fix as in fix. So Denta Graphics, so fix your teeth. Very clever. You saw so what they did there, yeah.
0: And and if you've been following our social media over the course of the last week, as we've been promoting Matt's appearance, you'll see the social media handle in there again. It's at Denta Graphics. You can see that on my Facebook page as well as on the Bad to the Dad Instagram page. Matt, what are your what are your you know you have two girls. What what do your girls think about what you're doing, uh, and do you share information about what you're doing with them?
2: I do, and. Uh, so they they love they love it. They think it's interesting. It's fun. Uh, early days, they were they were test you know, test cases where um, we scan their teeth and put retainers in their mouths and um, ask them to pick out designs and and um, see how it, how it felt. Had them wear it and then you know Eric. So I'm I'm the business side and, and Eric's the clinical side. So then, Eric, you know, looks at it. How's it fitting? How's it holding up? Um, and so, yeah. So, the the are my girls were were testers. They were early models uh, before Michaela came in, and mm-hmm. and now uh, she's uh, one of our go tos. So they they um. And then, generally speaking, they think it's it's neat that I'm I'm home more. So right when I was on Wall Street, I didn't see them nearly as much as I do now. Where a lot of my Um, work I'm doing from my home office so um so that's been that's been definitely a a benefit a perk now what I did notice
1: uh through Michaela's experience is that you don't throw that that I don't know that putty that gets put into that big thing and you hard down your throat and um that is is now a thing of the past is what I understand because that was
2: it is for for Dr. Sachs and for a lot of orthodontists and general dentists I I cannot guarantee that all of your listeners.
1: No, no, no. When I'm This is a plug for Dr. Sachs and your, yes. your product. Because, I mean, I did not like the experience of that. I, I am still traumatized to this day.
2: Still shoving uh, his fingers in his mouth. Yeah, no, he has, he has start state of the art office. So anything I think new. I think about it and
1: I want to gag.
2: <laughs> yeah, you don't have to worry about that in his office. And, and, uh, and this, you know, he, he is state of the art. And they'll just put so they the wine in your mouth, and presto, you have you have your model to send to the lab.
1: You know, so if there's any Orthodox people looking just to avoid that traumatizing experience <laughs> as a child, mm-hmm. just go to Sachs because you don't have to experience that that mound of gook going into your muck. I mean, I mean, there's a tremendous buildup of gook when you have that, right, Adam D. <laughs> muck filth.
0: So <laughs> our, our one fletch reference for the for the week. So we got it in. So that's awesome. <laughs> nice. so, so Matt, do you find that your girls are learning just as much about business as they are about orthodontia? And if they are, do they care?
2: Yeah, they they actually ask a lot of questions. So they're um, intellectually curious in, in these types of things. And so, and it's funny, you know, even if my 13 year old now um, has really good questions right there. And she asked me about sales and she'll ask me about um and come up with ideas have you thought about doing this and and so they do get engaged at times um and it's it's fun and just sitting down and um and talking to them about about what what we're doing
1: so what are some great things that you like to do with your uh your girls i mean
2: how old are they what's their name sure so sophie is uh, a sophomore in high school she's Turning sixteen, mm-hmm. and then Marley is in seventh grade. She just turned thirteen, mm-hmm. and um, so they're as Adam mentioned really early, and they're they're different in terms of Mar- Sophie is a performer. She has her whole life been um, into the theater and drama and singing and and performing, and then Marley. While she she has that a little in her too, she's a natural athlete and she she's right now she plays basketball and soccer competitively, but she can she can do anything And so um, Marley is more likely to sit next to me and, and she'll watch a, a football game or a baseball game or soccer game. Um, Sophie won't last that long. Sophie um, and I though will, watch other programs but we i mean we like we enjoy riding bikes we enjoy just sitting around and hanging out and having fun and just having conversations and i think um and that's been great just kind of uh seeing how their day is and, and just talking about we talk about politics we talk about everything pre-covid what are some of the things that you would do with your girls as a family uh i mean dinners out going to the beach, we still did that a bit this summer. Um, and uh, just time with family and friends, really a lot of what we do has to do with um, even just turning off the electronics, turning off the TV and just being together. Um, whether it's going to a park, going for a family job. We did, I mean, I guess before COVID, we would run family 5Ks and and do stuff like that where it's a bit of bonding. Uh, cheering each other on, and spending some some good quality time. Yeah.
0: So now now you can do that. Still, it's it sounds like a lot of those activities were outdoors. You just can't do them as an event. So you can still have the experience, but it's not you know a, a mega event sponsored by an organization. And you know certainly not a lot of folks, at least that I know of, are, are going inside restaurants. So you're you're probably getting a lot lot more family dinners at home.
2: Yeah, it's I mean, we and it, and you know when there was the, the true lockdown during those those months, it was you know the kids cooking and all just the four of us coming up with, you know whatever they see on the internet and they're and you know they want to make this and we said all right let's let's try to make that. Um, so yeah, yeah, you adapt, you adapt, yeah. So Matt.
0: We have a segment on our program. It's how we "quote unquote" land the plane. How we round out every interview. It's called Dad Advice, where we ask our guests for their advice for dads. Now you've got uh, a lot of interesting dynamics going on in, in your life. You were the CEO of an entrepreneurship. You're a hashtag girl dad, right? And um, you know you've uh, you know you're all, you've also done some traveling too. I know it's a full disclosure. Matt's family and my family, we actually traveled to to Israel together a couple of years ago. So um, they have a different scope on the world than maybe, you know, folks who have not been world travelers. So any way you want to take it, Matt, what advice do you have for any dad that's listening out there?
2: So generally, I would say to listen to your children, give them um, the opportunity to discover who they are and support them. And I think that's what we tried to do with, you know, Marley was into sports. She didn't want to wear dresses. She didn't want to do, you know, we, Alexis, all of her friends wanted to be princesses. She chose a prince costume and we supported her and just said, whatever you want. And now, you know, now she's sort of changed over and now she is into dresses and she's into dressing up, but let them figure that out on their own. Don't sort of push them in any certain direction let them find who they are find their voice and um and they'll be better for it and you will too you'll you'll kind of better learn who your children are
0: great stuff i could see marley being the ceo of of something or other down the I, line I, yeah. i'm starting a slow clap sophie too <laughs> i'm starting a slow clap that. slow clap All right. are school. we in, are we in an 80s after school movie now is that what we're doing <laughs> but you know coach what i've learned from this interview is sometimes yes. Life, especially in businesses, like rolling a wheel of cheese down a very (laughs) steep hill, it rolls at 80 miles an hour, and you're trying to chase it. But that hill is very steep and has a lot of bumps and undulation, and you're going to fall
1: and you're going to tumble, not just fall, you're going to (laughs) tumble.
2: Yeah,
0: so what we've learned from this interview, as well as the Netflix series, We Are the Champions, is that there is a competition and a business for everything, and an attitude the right attitude. For those competitions and that kind of business. So Matt, if you go on Netflix and you type in, we are the champions, you know exactly what the hell we're talking about. Otherwise this <laughs> I will. is just outright outright gibberish. And that is the kind of show that you can watch with your kids without really having to worry, at least the first two episodes, as far as we know. Great. Matt, Matt this is a great pleasure. I'm glad we we're able to finally get you on again. Uh, give us the, the handle, the social media handles for Dentographics one more time.
2: It's at Dentographics on uh, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok and we are uh um, Yeah, www.dentographics.com. Yeah, TikTok, one of our videos has 7 million viewers. Really? It's it's unbelievable uh, views. It's unbelievable how that exploded. And are you it doing the whole thing with
0: the music? Are you doing something with the Yeah, with a couple of um,
2: my one of my operations people and sales people and a, a couple of interns put together a couple of months ago who just started it uh they asked if they could do a tiktok handle and we said yes as long as it's tasteful and it exploded um oh. it, it's it's amazing and actually uh, and that actually led to um an increase in our instagram following and in our facebook following which in turn led to orthodontists reaching out to us for additional wow. information and converted to sales so it's it's am- it's it was surprised me too but it it is a good medium
0: Horizontal integration. With all your, you know, we got to get on that. Cause We got to get on TikTok because apparently TikTok apparently, is, is yeah, Instagram is like so two thousand fourteen
2: now. <laughs> yeah, no, well, it but, depends on your audience. That's that's true. That's all that's the, true. All the cool kids are on TikTok now. The kids, <laughs> and I guess some of the cool adults. I, I personally am not, um, although I monitor Marley's account. <laughs> she, doesn't, she doesn't post so much, so it's it's okay. But yeah, yeah.
0: awesome. Matt Fisher, CEO of Dentographics, has been our guest on Bad to the Dad. Download us wherever you find podcasts. Bad to the Dad with Coach Randy and Adam D, sponsored by Berman Branding, that's BermanCS.com, by Movember, Movember Movember.com, that is the Men's Health Awareness and Fundraising Campaign, Grow a Mustache, Grow Awareness, and Grow Funds, and by an anonymous group of teachers, raising awareness and thanks for all of the educators, support staff, and administrators out there. Coach, I want to thank our good friend Matt Fisher, CEO of Dentographics, for Coming on board, you know. I think if I got anything out of that interview, it was, you know, life is all about transitions, mm-hmm. right? A financial services guy, a steady career there, and then pivots and takes on the the leadership that you know the, the the top leadership position for a, uh, a company that has a, a brand new product, very unique product because of the way they're they're positioning it, and lo and behold the pandemic hits and you, <laughs> you you you've got to make it work but
1: it seems like it's doing all right yeah no i had uh uh we're not just a uh um a listener we're actually you know like i said uh, michaela has done some of the uh the photo shoots with them oh yep Yep. They've called michaela up and uh so we're a big supporter of it and we love it and it, we're really proud of what they've accomplished we're a big fan of uh, dr Saxon, of course but what matt is doing and it's uh I heard about this, and saw it for the first time. I'm like, just because of the decorations, kids. You can have any kind of decorations, and this whole thing with uh, with sponsorships. Smart move. Smart. Move. Yeah,
0: yeah. I tell you, you know, the I, I know my daughter who's a big basketball fan is going to hop on that NBA licensing deal and say, you know, I, I'm, I'm going to want a retainer with the Heat,
1: the Bucks, and the Nets. Yeah. Very smart idea. I'll Be in and, the poorhouse,
0: but she'll be very popular.
1: Well, and it's it's practical and it's so much better than when I had to wear my retainer. It's, it's, yeah, you it, had like that whole harmonica setup, right? Uh, it was it was the, the 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 plastic piece on top, and then out, and then of course um, I had to wear it all the time. You no, know, my yeah. I, I wear the retainer all the time. Then I had a permanent one put on the bottom. Yeah, and uh, the, the the ironic part is. Um, they took the bottom one out, and they thought my teeth were straight enough. But then I lost my um, wisdom called? teeth. My wisdom teeth, and guess what happened? I needed proved. it again. <laughs> Yeah.
0: Uh. So we'd love to talk about teeth some more, but I think yeah. instead we're going to talk to you about the home stretch for this season. Big one- ending. Big episode ending. left. Episode 15 is our final episode. But but listen, we're not going to go too far. As you know, we're like, we like to take a little bit of a break. And we'll, we, we will be back around early to mid-February. We will do a special. We're going to have the Dad Geeks back so we can yeah. talk about all of the fantasy and science fiction shows. And I just heard that Wonder Woman yes. will be available on HBO Max on Christmas Day.
1: Yeah. All these Maybe movies we worked that in the conversation. All these movies are being dropped now on HBO. Yeah, now. That's Got the it. only way that these movie upset companies are AMC's, they're going to be pretty upset.
0: People need access to movies and, and streaming is the future. And I think yeah. it uh, took the pandemic to uh, really convince us of that. We always knew that. But yeah. I think that uh, we are we are now wholeheartedly convinced that that's that's probably the way to go so we'll have the dad geeks back on that's john brooks chris diaz and neil tenzer we'll talk Mm -hmm. about the boys we'll talk about the mandalorian season two we'll talk about the umbrella academy if time permits we'll do the wonder woman thing but next week is season 15 our season finale our good friend rabbi ari lucas just real quick our guest
1: just real quick it'd be episode 15 what did i say you said season 15 that's right but it's late in the day it's late in the day
0: Yeah. Sometimes every week, Coach, feels like its own season. It (laughs) is. So week 15. So the the reason why we're having uh, Rabbi Lucas on is because it is Hanukkah. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people don't know what Hanukkah is all about. They just think it's like Jewish Christmas. Mm -hmm. It's all about the gift giving. And people know that uh, the dreidel and the dreidel song. Maybe they know Adam Sandler's song about all the Jewish celebrities. uh, And they know about lighting a menorah. But there is a why to all this. Mm -hmm. And sometimes people either forget or they don't know. And, you know, I think having a, a man of the cloth, and by the way, this will be our first dad, who's mm-hmm. a man of the cloth,
1: Just he can
0: help us unpack some things, you know, social justice, and, you know, doing the right thing in the world and and how the pandemic can on the bright side, make people a better person. So an enlightening episode to take us home through the holiday season. Yes, coach.
1: So I, are you going to refer to him as Rabbi Lucas? You're going to refer to him as Ari? I mean, we have, to have our, we, ha, we have to have our plan together in order to have you refer to him because I, I, you know, I call him Rabbi Lucas. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I just want to make sure that we're both on the same page. Um, Ari and you know, I have a number of friends that are rabbis. I call them by their first name. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, So what's your plan going in? Just curious.
0: Whatever he wants to be called, that's what we're going to call him.
1: All right. Did not see that one coming. I think that's a great idea. I'm glad you thought of that. Okay. I feel better now. Continue.
0: I think in order to make our guests more comfortable, we will ask, what do you like to be called? Let's put it, let's put it in their house.
1: All right. It's in his house.
0: That's week 15, our season finale. That's coming up. Dads, we're bad to the dead. Have a great week.